Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I have with me my friend who I met just a few months ago on the Marketers Cruise. His name is Steve Werner. And when I met him, I was like, oh, dude, I got to get you on my show. So let me tell you about Steve, and then we'll get into the conversation. So over the past 10 years, Steve has gone from failing at holding live events to holding over 41 live events for himself and 47 for his clients. He has spoken on more than 200 stages, including Harvard, and built and critiqued over 370 one-to-many sales presentations. During COVID, he pivoted to help 41 coaches and online entrepreneurs launch webinars so that they could reach, as a group, $8.9 million in sales in the past 18 months. This is amazing, guys. So Steve knows what he's talking about. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Thank you so much for having me. Like, I'm excited. Like, we we saw each other on the cruise. We got to know each other. Then we, I think we've talked twice since, and it always, one, always makes me laugh. Two, we always, like, (laughs) we have a good time, and we have some really good banter. I'm super excited to be here and share with you guys. Oh my gosh. I seriously I I adore you just as much. Um but we'll stop with the love fest and let's get into your history. How did you get to where you are today? Like, you know, they heard the the wonderful all the bios, but let, yeah. you know, how did you get to where you are right now? Sure. I mean, the I went to see Tony Robbins in 2012. Um I worked for Vail Resorts in the restaurant industry. I went to see Tony Robbins. Tony asked if you could do more, be more, have more like if you were living the life that you wanted. And I said, no, I outlined this plan. I said, I really wanted to hold live events. I wanted to be speaking on stage. That led to me quitting my job. I moved to Las Vegas. I failed at my first event. We rented a space. I reinvested my entire 401k into renting a space uh, to hold 2000 people. We sold two tickets, crashed and burned in spectacular fashion. Luckily, I was surrounded by some good friends two of which were entrepreneurs. And they said, do you believe you can do this? And I said, yes. And they said, well, okay, what do you need to make this happen? What did you do wrong? And what can we fix? And we actually outlined on the back of a napkin in a, uh, in a steakhouse in Las Vegas, we outlined the plan. And they said, you can stay with us for up to four months as long as you work the plan and you hold another event. That led to a much smaller event, 80 people, uh, we did about $10,000 in sales, about 9200 was a closer number, but about 10 k That got the ball rolling. And uh, over the years, we just held more and more events. Um, I started up a Facebook ads agency because that's what we sold at the events was ads. I hated it, so I sold that. <laughs> and um, we pivoted into just helping coaches and consultants, people who wanted to sell something, put people into the room. Uh, since we have talked, this is really interesting. 
we were on the marketer's cruise, I think it was January. Since yep. January of this year, we've done nine events. Um, just this year alone, we're at, I think we're at about three and a half million in sales this year. Wow. So it's, um, it's been a wild ride. What is really going to be interesting to your people, though, specifically, mm-hmm. is the first event that I held where we had people in the room, that first small event, 80 people. I worked for three months on my presentation and I had the fanciest PowerPoint that I could come up with. And like, I was like, I'm going to change these people's lives by giving them so much information. They're just going to be blown away. That's the conversation that goes inside our heads when we have something we want to share, right? We're like, I have this really, really cool thing and I'm going to go out and I'm just going to give them so much that they're going to be so like, they're just going to love it. Well, what happened at that first event? I stood up. Five minutes into my presentation, I saw people leaving out the back door. A couple minutes later, like there was a guy that fell asleep in the front row. And like, I'm just like, what's going on? And here's the thing that your audience is going to get right away. I think it's like, we can be really excited about something, right? Like think about like, you just read a book that changed your life or you just went and saw the best movie ever. And you go and you tell your friends and you're like, you need to do this thing. What's the first thing that happens? You might have had a reaction just when I said that. Anytime we hear the words you need to do, we put up our hands. Yeah. We put a big wall up. And it's not about delivering a ton of information. People don't buy because of information. People don't lean in because of information. People lean into story. Becoming a great storyteller. If you think about the greatest public speakers of all time, we can go back to Jim Rohn. We can go to Zig Ziglar. You can look at... Tony Robbins, definitely. Brendan Bruchard. What do they do better than anybody? They build rapport through their stories. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's what we learned to master. I went and I looked at all the greatest. I hired, I've spent more than $600,000 on mastermind and private coaching to learn this. And that's what I now teach the people that we hold their events. It's not about delivering information. It's about telling great stories that change the belief of the listener to not that that works for you, but that that would work for me. Mm-hmm. And if the listener believes that, then the person will move forward. That's what it is always about. That's influence at its core. Getting somebody to understand that what you're telling them about will work for them and solve their biggest problem. And that is all done through stories. I love that. And I would definitely agree with that. What part of the reason that I was so successful in my direct sales business was because I would tell story. I would tell stories and I'm in, I was in jewelry, y'all. I would tell stories about how jewelry had gotten somebody a job. I would tell stories about how jewelry had started a conversation and created new friendships for women. I, you know, because they, they were all true. They were all stories that happen to my customers, clients, people in my life. And so by sharing that, that got people to open up and listen. And really, instead of seeing, oh my gosh, where am I, where am I going to find the money to buy this? Going, I have to have this. That is exactly it. I mean, if you, if you're like, well, tell me more about that. Like, think about sometime, like, I don't know, let's just use, let's use like, What's one of the most boring things in the world? A budget, right? <laughs> yeah. People hate budgets. They hate thinking about finances. You're probably cringing a little bit. If your friend comes and tells you, oh my goodness, like you really need a budget, like that would change your life. 
come on, we all know we need a budget, right? Information is everywhere. You can go to YouTube and watch hundreds of hours on it. You can read blogs. Like you can go to the library. If information made millionaires, everybody would be a millionaire because we all have unlimited access. Right. What isn't unlimited is your motivation to do it. So if you went and your friend told you like, hey, you really need a budget, right away, hands go up. But if your friend came to you and told them, told you something along the lines of like, you know what, like over the last three months, some things have really changed for me and I've been able to buy my dream car. We got a new house that we really love. And like, we've been like our college, our kids' education is going to be taken care of and I've been sleeping better at night. You start to lean in, your ears perk up. You're like, what are you doing? Did you win the lottery? (laughs) No, I just like, there was this system that we saw that we implemented and right away it shifted everything. We didn't have to give up anything. And now our money is allocated in a way that makes us sleep much better um, as something that you can set up. Like you're, you're telling the story around it, right? Just like you said about jewelry. I'll get into some MLM specific examples because I know people Good. are, are going to want to know that. Yes. But that's the general thing is if you can tell a great story, people will listen. It stops, stops the wall from going up and gets people lean in. Think about. Benny, what's your favorite movie? Labyrinth. All right, you're taking us back. <laughs> I, I am. had the biggest I had the biggest crush on Jennifer Connelly. Like, oh my goodness. That was like I was like yeah. 11, 12, yeah. like I was just starting to get like interested in that and I was like <laughs> he's so hot. He's so like, pretty. Exactly. Oh my no. So I was had... like I want I like the way David Bowie made the glass balls move around. Like exactly. I was like that gets girls. Yes. I learned how to juggle because of that, to be honest. <gasps> did you really? Oh my I God. Because I, I couldn't, I couldn't like, I couldn't make the balls do the thing. Oh, you guys can't see videos. I'm trying yeah, to do it on video. Yeah, exactly. If they haven't seen Labyrinth, okay, if you guys are really and truly my raving fans, you must see Labyrinth to really understand Jenny Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Your favorite movie. Mm-hmm. How many times have you guys listening, like you've been watching a movie that makes like no logical sense, right? If we watch, um, if we watch any of the Iron Man movies, if we watch Labyrinth, like it doesn't make logical sense, but we put ourselves into the shoes of the main character. And subconsciously we're asking ourselves, would we act like that person? Will we make a different decision? Maybe they should do this. We start to think like the character of the movie. This is what suspends time for us when we're watching movies because we're thinking outside of our normal realm of thought. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so imagine being able to tell a story that gets people to think differently, right? Like, this is the key. We just said, if you can make people believe that what you're telling them will cure their biggest problem and get them results, they'll do it. So if you can get people to believe that a diet supplement will actually work for them and you don't lead with it being a diet supplement because what are they going to do? They're going to put their hands up. Yep. So one of the MLMs that I was involved with for a while was Prove It. You know about Mm, Prove It? I do. I'm very familiar. I've got a client with them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Prove It is extraneous ketones that will put your body into ketosis, will help you lose weight. They taste all right. And they're not super expensive. They're easy to consume. It's a drink. Mm-hmm. Super easy. But if you start getting all geeky on people and you're like, let me tell you about ketones. 
If you have more extraneous ketones in your body, your body will believe that it's full and you won't have to eat anything. You also get advanced like mental clarity right away. You're like, dude, stop. <laughs> like, yeah, over. Right. But if instead you say, you know, hey, like I learned that there was like this new body science and I went in like and I've lost 20 pounds in the last two months. I haven't had to change my lifestyle at all. I still eat whatever I want. I don't really have to work out. But just from doing that, I feel 10 years younger. Mm. Then tell a story of something that you do that your 10 year old, 10 year younger self would have done. I was out playing soccer with my kids, or I had the energy to stay up late and make out with my girlfriend, or whatever, <laughs> right? Like I got out yeah. the whips and chains. This is the uh, this is the BDSM show. Yes, <laughs> that's, yeah. We should talk about some of that stuff. The uh, like, if you tell a story like that, one, it's interesting. People lean in. You might think you might have the most boring story in the world, but the key to telling a good story is telling the details to you. What color shirt was somebody wearing? What did the ocean feel like? Like if I tell the story about the cruise, mm -hmm. so Jenny showed up wearing in true <laughs> Dom fashion, a swimsuit that looks straight out of like a movie. She shows Aww. up like we're in it. We were supposed to be in a jacuzzi. The, the, the premise of this is like somebody had rented a beach house that had a jacuzzi. We were going to hang out for the day with free drinks. Well, we got there. The jacuzzi was ice cold. <laughs> It was kind of cold outside. The free food didn't materialize and we had to pay for drinks. But you know what? We had an awesome conversation because we made fun of it. It was really easy to talk to her because anyone that wears up shows up wearing a swimsuit like that, like you know that they've got something to say. <laughs> yeah. so we had great conversation. See how I added details and you started to lean forward and you're like, right. you know what? I wish I would have been there because I'll tell you the five people that showed up to that beach house all were multimillionaires and we had amazing conversations with them. Yeah. How many of you now are like, I want to go. And you're remembering the story. Right. That's all you have to do. So That's prove so it. Good. If you want, if you know the prove it story. So mm -hmm. in the beginning, they were teaching people to talk about ketones and talk about the way it changes your body. What Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels did, yep. he's part owner. He owns a small percentage of the company. Yep. He came in and he built what's called the campfire video. And the campfire video explains ketones in a different fashion. It makes it very easy to understand. That still, though, will get some resistance because people are like, yeah, but I don't, Does it's a it product. Really? I don't need another yeah. product. Uh -huh. But if you tell your own story, let's say you lose 30 pounds with Prove It and you can suddenly like go play soccer with your kids or you can go ride your bike again on dates or you just have more energy. Tell stories around what that allowed you to do because that's what gets people's attention. Hey, you know what? Three months ago, I tried to go play soccer with my kids and my knees hurt and I was really out of shape and I, I was too heavy. Like I lasted like 10 minutes. But you know what? Last yesterday, I was able to go out and we play with them for a whole hour. And like, I've never felt closer to my son than when I played soccer with them. Mm -hmm. What? Tell me more about that. What happened? How'd you change? Well, you know, like I'm not one for diets. Like I hate diets. I hate exercise other than playing with my kid, but I found this drink that like, it actually tastes good. It tastes like cotton candy. And if you just drink it in the morning, you just mix it up and you pound it, it changes the way that your body metabolizes fat for the day. And the pounds just like fell off like about half a pound a week for the last two months. How much is that? $30 a month. 
Is that something you'd be interested in? I can give you a free sample. I'd love to just give you one. Now you're in the door. People mm-hmm. are paying attention and they'll actually try it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's important to point out that how you tell the story, the way that you position it, because, you know, we got to go that direction. <laughs> Positioning is incredibly important, right? Because you can't just like factually lay out facts, right? There's There are ways to tell stories that are more effective than others. Would you, I, I mean, is that part of this process? Yeah, actually, I would tell you to pull all of the facts out until the very, very end. Mm. Because if you lead with facts, people immediately, who, who uses facts? Teachers mm-hmm. and people trying to sell you things. Yeah. <laughs> if you lead with facts subconsciously, they will know that. Mm-hmm. Instead, just tell them, a, like, tell them, an emo- and it has to be a real story. This is the thing. Yeah. Don't make up BS. Like, if you're not using the product, this is like a difficult one, right? Because right. You, you can still take somebody else's story. You don't have to be using the product, but it has to be a real story. And emotion sells more than anything else. Because if you get people into a state, that's where they feel it. And a story does that, right? Like if you watch, if we go back to Labyrinth, mm-hmm. right? Let's, let's go to Top Gun. Okay, uh, cool. Let's, we, can, we can use Top Gun, right? Sure. Like how many of you watched that movie and you felt nostalgia because it took you back to the first time when you saw the original? How many of you, again, oh, we're on a Jennifer Connelly movie again. My subconscious is like Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> oh, she is still, somebody said this online. I was like, oh, she's still a smoke show. Like yeah. she is. What? She's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, if you saw that movie and you had an emotional reaction when you saw like Goose's son playing the piano. Like that's what gets people to lean forward and feel rapport. Right. So you're you should lead your story. These are the things I'll tell you. This is great. You have kids, so this will work. Yeah. Anytime you want to grab somebody's attention, the best way to do it is use three of the five senses to describe something. Because if I tell you right now I have a three inch bright red juicy steak downstairs in the sous vide getting cooked with butter and garlic. I'm going to put it on the grill later and it's going to smoke and it's going to smell amazing. And that's what's for dinner tonight. What are you thinking about right now? Oh my God, I can't stop thinking about steak. (laughs) Right. If you, so this is what we actually call a state break. It's an NLP technique. I used something so I could also jump and shout and yell or clap, right? Right. I'm doing something that breaks your state and pulls mm-hmm. you into my world. If you describe something in detail using the th- three of five senses, nobody else can think of anything else and you will now have their attention for five to 10 seconds. So this works great with kids. If your kids are crying, it is great if they have to be old enough to understand, right? So this right. won't work with somebody that's like two, but if they're like five, eight, 10 years old, Start describing something amazing to them and you'll see their face completely change. Mm. And if then you have their attention and you can direct it wherever you want. So at the start of a story, describe something in three to five senses, get them in your world. The next piece that you want to describe is the pain that you felt. So if we were going back to playing soccer, I'll just stick with that example. This is completely made up, but I would be like, Oh my goodness, the grass was so green. It was the perfect sunny day outside. It smelled like spring a little bit. 
My son was there, my eight-year-old son. He was running and playing, and I was out there running right alongside of him, kicking the soccer ball. Let me tell you, somebody who works a nine-to-five job, like getting to play with your kid on the weekend is one of the coolest things in the world. But just three months earlier, I couldn't do any of that. I tried, beautiful day, and my knees gave out. And I was like sitting on the bench, huffing and puffing, and all I wanted to do was build, build some time with my son. See how that like brings them in, gets them a little bit emotionally activated, leaning into the story. Now you can take them wherever you want. So the keys to the story, I'm giving you the whole thing. If you guys want this, you have a link to my free blueprint, but I'll go through it right here. You start with a state breaker, three to five senses. Then you go into pain. Then you go into where you want to be. Then you, the epiphany that got you there. So this is the thing. The epiphany should link to the action that you want them to take. You don't always have to give the epiphany away. So in this, it is, I found this thing that like kind of helped rework my body. I didn't need to go to the gym. I didn't need to diet, but it just kind of helped burn fat all day long without any crazy chemicals or anything like that. See how I got people curious. They're going to ask, what is that? Mm-hmm. But before they can ask, so state break, pain points, where they're headed, epiphany, And then after the epiphany, you wanted to say the outcome. So I started doing this thing. And within three months, like I'd lost more than 25 pounds. And I was able to go play with my kid. And it was amazing. Some point, they're going to say, what's that drink? Or what did you do? How did you get there? That gives you permission. When they ask you, Mm -hmm. you now have permission to tell them. You do not need to sell them at this point. You just can tell them, oh, it was this drink. And like, you just have to drink it in the morning. It helps you burn fat all day long, no matter what you eat. Um, I still eat plenty of donuts. Don't worry. Um, You know what? (laughs) I actually have a free trial for you. That's where you can be like, I wouldn't use the word free in there. I'd be like, you know what? If you want some, I'll just give you a couple packs. Tell me what you think. Right. If you give them the packs, they'll try it and they don't know that you're trying to sell them yet. This is one of the things, I mean, you might disagree with me. I think MLM companies... They, they start you off and they're like, you should be proud to be in the MLM and you should wear all our gear and you should go out and everybody should know that you're a rep. Dude, if I see somebody coming down the street wearing like a prove it hat, a prove it hoodie and like, I'm like, nope, I don't want to be anywhere around them. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, that you might disagree with me on that one. I think. Yeah, I think there's a th- there's a, a thing around that, right? Um, I there's a thing around it. Well, okay. So I am one of the people who says, do not be ashamed of the fact that you are in this. Now, because of the negative perceptions that are out there, you have to be careful with how you address it and how you bring it about. Yes. If you're walking around as a walking, talking, you know, all completely covered in the gear and the brand. Yeah. You're making it harder on yourself, but depending, but as people are talking about it, you don't hide it. But you do have to pique curiosity, like you're talking about through this, you know, for you, you use story and I agree, I, I did as well. Um, but there's a I, way to get around to that conversation because in the end, it's not about being ashamed of being in it. And that's where I think a lot of people, what holds them back is this, they do have shame that they're like, I'm in this thing. And I'm like, there's no reason to be shameful. You're a business person just like anybody else. But here's the thing. I'm not walking around wearing BDSM brand stuff. (laughs) That's the, so what I would relate it to, um, I I 100% agree with you. You should be proud that you are in business for yourself and you're doing something to better yourself. It's having confidence in what you do. 
It's the same way we all know both men and women who overdo their sexuality, right? Like there's guys out there that they're just walking around. They're like, look at me. I smell like a cologne bottle and you must bow down to my power. And there are women out there that have way too much makeup, plastic surgery. And they're like, look at me. I'm the perfect. Look at me. I'm the perfect. (laughs) Right. And you're like, that's too much. Yeah. I don't think anybody, I think we can all agree. right? Right. But the person that you get to know, right. That you go hang out with a guy and he's super confident. He can be assertive, but also be kind and attentive to your needs. Like he knows he's a man, but at the same time, like he knows how to like take care of a woman and like make you smile and be flexible. And he doesn't smell like a walking cologne bottle and look like he's walking around wearing all the head art, Ed Hardy stuff. Right. Yeah. Same thing with a woman. Like I, I, I like women who wear some makeup, who take good care of themselves, but if they, if they're spending hundred thousand dollars a year on plastic surgery and they look, they don't look their age or they're got caked on makeup. Like, nah, not interested. Yeah. Right. It's the same, same thing. Like you should have confidence in what you're doing. You should be proud that you're in an MLM. You have done two things for yourself right out of the gate. You've given yourself a better tax structure for your life, which is huge. Even if you're not massively profitable your first year, you have saved on taxes. Two, you said, I'm not interested in building somebody else's business anymore. I'm interested in building my business and my brand, which the minute that you own that, your life will change. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I, so any of my listeners right now, any of the badass crew who've been listening for any amount of time knows that I have said from day one, build your own brand, right? It, because you are the business. People are not buying from prove it. They're buying from you. They're not buying from doTERRA essential oils. They're buying from you. They're not buying pure romance. They're buying from you. There's there's a difference. And I could go on and name all the companies, but you you guys yeah. get it, right? The reason you want to brand yourself is because you people are going to associate themselves with you um, well, I mean, once they become a client. If they know, like, and trust you, I have people reach out to me all the time. What CRM do you use? What email server do you use? What, who do you use for funnels? Who like they want because they know, like, and trust me, right? People will get to know, like, and trust you based on who you are. So really quick, I'm going to share one more story around this. So, uh, do you know what happy coffee is? I've heard of it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So happy coffee is no longer around for a little while. It was an MLM. Okay. Um, they have pivoted and they're doing something else. I got involved with them at the very beginning. And I said, you know what? I, I'm at the top. So if I can build a good downline, like let's give this a shot. So I went out and I, I built a happiness journal that was a journal that if you followed it for 30 days would help you be happier. That was my lead. And I gave it away for free. I ran Facebook ads. I ran two grand in Facebook ads. If, you, if you're just new to this and you're like, that's a lot. Yeah. I'm a marketer. This is what right. I do. <laughs> yeah. So I ran two grand in Facebook ads. From two grand in Facebook ads, I built a list of 8,000 people. From that list that had said, what did they say first? I want to be happier. They raised their hand and they were like, I want to be happier. Mm-hmm. I started telling stories of things that I did that made me happier. One of those stories that I talked about was supplements. Another one that I talked about was this product, Happy Coffee. And it was the only thing that we gave away a sample to. Everything else I talked about or it was I journal, I spend time, I go for a run, 
Um, I go on vacations, things that they, that everybody knows makes them happy. But then the thing that they could take action on was happy coffee. And I said, Hey, I love this product. Like it's one of the things that I found and it tastes 90% like coffee, but it has a few supplements in it that actually have been clinically proven to improve, to improve your happiness level. And I started taking it and I would tell stories around things that I did with it. And right. that got people to lean in. And we actually, within like three months, we had built, I mean, I was, I, I wouldn't say I was crushing it, but we had done really, really well. I'd made about 20K in commissions coming back. Wow. Um, and that was, then they ended up pivoting. I guess I, I won't go too far down that rabbit hole. Yeah, no, that's um, fine. They pivoted and I ended up exiting the company, but I still to this day have that email list and mm -hmm. we do some fun things with it. Anyway, the, I hope you guys understand, like it was about building relationship with me. I shared stories every day through that email list of things I was doing to build happiness and fun in my life. Right. And that's what got people to lean in. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the important piece because in the direct sales network marketing space, we are fighting that negative perception. And so if we can instead tell stories and magnetically draw people in because it really i'm telling you guys when you do this it feels like magic well why are you guys all following jenny because she's got a brand right yeah you know that she's fun you know that she's quirky like she gives you a lot of value she knows her stuff but she's not leading with the information she's leading with who you are she's mm -hmm. getting involved with you and helping build a relationship and the minute that you do that, everything changes. Um, the story that I like to tell that maybe I have all these stories, right? Yeah. Well, that's you, good because we're talking about stories. <laughs> if, if you go back to high school, yeah, I usually do this as like shut your eyes type stuff, but we'll just go through it. Go back to high school with me for a second. And I want you to go to your least favorite teacher's room. Mm, okay. Like go in there, sit down. For me, it was, it was calculus. I would go in the back. I would sit in the back of the room. The teacher was already at the board scribbling away, you know, kind of like that. We had actual chalkboard. So you heard the like, yeah. smelled like chalk. And he would like bark over his shoulder once in a while. And he would go for the entire 40 minutes. Well, I would usually make it like five or 10 minutes. My head would be down. I'd be asleep. Maybe I'd be passing notes or some days I would just leave because he wouldn't notice. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, it was. That was my reality of high school. Now I want you guys to go to your favorite teacher's classroom. Think mm. about who your favorite teacher was. So you're just so you guys, you guys can't see on video, but your face just lit up and you changed. Yeah. Now, my favorite teacher was Miss Hutton. She was an English teacher. I would walk in. She would be making jokes. We never started on time. She knew my name. She knew things that I did for fun. She knew everybody. She would be like, oh, the cheerleaders, or if you're a basketball player, I ran track. So she knew like what I was doing in track. She would teach for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then she would give us study hall. We could work on our stuff for her, or we could work on other people's stuff. But she would come around, and she got to know all of us. Mm. Did you have a teacher like that? Oh, yeah. Mrs. Matzker. Madame Matzker, in fact, a French yeah. teacher. <laughs> okay. French teacher. So, so that's why the Madame, not because she was Dommy. She was very, <laughs> very sweet. So 
my question that I have now for you, everybody listening, which one, quote, taught more or had more knowledge or talked more about the information? Your least favorite teacher or your favorite teacher? Yep. Just oppose that to what do you remember now? Like I'm 45. That was 30 years ago. Jeez, Mm -hmm. 20 years, 30 years ago. Yeah, same. And I can still tell you things that I learned in Miss Hutton's class and I can't do any algebra to save my life. Yeah. I just remember how miserable it was. Yeah. Je parle français. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't, but I like, I can't tell you a lot of historical stuff now. That's that, mine was my least favorite was I'm not going to say his name because he was a good man, but he he still used the same notes that he wrote as his, in his first year of teaching in the 70s. And I was in high school in the 90s. He had the same. He just literally page by page. OK, we got through this page today. So then you. Yeah. I mean, the lesson here fest. that I'm. Trying to point out for you guys, like we just said it a little bit, it's not about how much information you have or how much information you give people, because all people hear about three seconds into information is blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the minute you get to know somebody and they get to know you, be quirky, be weird, have fun. Like they will get to know you. They'll pay attention, right? Like you look at what trends on reels or on social media, it's all stuff that people like. Because they're looking for entertainment. And then you sneak little bits of information into the entertainment, the stories that you're telling, that get people to do what you want them to do. Oh, my gosh. I love that so hard. Because that totally validates what I'm doing on Reels on Facebook. So, y'all, if you want to see what he's talking about, follow me on Facebook. Go look at my Reels. You'll see it. Because that's exactly what I'm doing without knowing that this is what Steve teaches people to do. (laughs) So, I just was doing it because that's what felt right to me, you know, um, is show everybody who I am. And then, oh, by the way, every once in a while, I sneak in some some coaching stuff, some little bits, of little, little tiny snippets of something that people might find valuable and go, oh, I want more kind of things. So, Steve, you alluded earlier to the story selling blueprint, which is uh, what you're offering. So teaching people how to go through that process. I mean, you you laid it out verbally, but I'm sure, you know, if somebody was folding laundry, cooking dinner, driving, walking on the treadmill, they're not taking notes necessarily, but they want that information again. Tell us a little bit about the story selling blueprint. Sure. Um, so it is, it is actually a blueprint. It comes with a worksheet. It comes with a video walking you through what I laid out for you. And here's the thing, like when I started, I learned this from a guy named Dan Kennedy, classic old school direct marketer. He had me build flashcards, like three by five index cards with what, what is the emotion that you want people to feel? What's the story? It's the five points that we talked about, the grabber, then the pain, the Mm -hmm. train wreck, the pain points, the epiphany and the outcome in bullet points. And then what was the main lesson of the story, right? Like what, what was the outcome that you wanted people to get? And I still have a flashcard deck. It's probably 600 flashcards long. Like at first, it's going to feel really weird to like put information in that. It, what's interesting now is people that know me, I do this without even thinking about it because I've spent so much time doing it. Like mm-hmm. you tell me what you want to sell. You tell me what action you want people to take. I can build a story around it. I actually built three of them on here for you. Yeah. So 
the blueprint definitely works. It's super easy to follow. It's about a 10 to 15 minute video walking you through a little bit more in depth, plus the worksheet to help you outline some of them. If you outline five or six of them, you'll start to get better at it and you'll start to use it and you'll see that people actually respond to it and it'll help you in whatever you're doing. Um, whatever your MLM is, it will help you talk about it in a way that isn't salesy, but instead gets people to lean in and ask you questions. And the minute they ask you a question is the minute they open up the door for them, like you can give them an experience. So that's what I have for you. It is storyselling.how, S-T-O-R-Y, selling, S-E-L-L-I-N-G, dot, how, H-O-W. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And of course, those who have been listening know that that link is in the show notes so they don't have to get the spelling right. In case this is somebody's first time ever listening to the Badass Drug Sales Mastery podcast or frankly, any podcast at all, and they're like, show notes, what are show notes? All you have to do is grab your phone as long as you're not driving, click on today's episode because I know I know, 95% of my listeners are listening on a phone because thank you, Google overlords and all the others who show me all the cool things. but. Grab your phone, click on today's episode, scroll up just a little bit, and you'll see all those words underneath Steve's beautiful picture. And the link will be right there. You can click it. It'll take you directly there so you can download it to your phone, email it to yourself, however you want to do it so that you can gain access, so that you can go through this process, use the worksheet, watch the video, and start using this. And here's what I want from you guys. When you do it, send me your story. Send Steve your story. We want to hear the story that you come up with using this process. Tell me your story. I want to hear it because you can get our feedback. We've been doing this. We can help you with this. So give it a shot. Check it out. We're here to help you. That's that's why we put this out there. So Steve, this was amazing. Just like I knew you were going to be. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, I love it as well. I mean, I always love any chance that we have just to sit down and talk. So I'm glad that we had fun. Super excited to connect with you. If you guys, I'm going to drop this for you. If you guys want to join us, we are going to be on something called the Podcasters Cruise. Jenny has all the links for you, but it's going to be a week at sea. If you're starting a podcast or you have interest in it, you'll get 10 interviews for sure. But you'll also just get to hang out with some really cool people like both of us. Gosh. Both of us. I know Molly Mahoney is going to be there because I saw she announced she's going to be there. Super excited about all of this. It's going to be a great time. And it's not just for people who have a podcast. It's for people who want to get on podcasts, which is great, too. So I know, interestingly enough, not all of my listeners are in the direct sales network marketing space, but some are in other entrepreneurial endeavors. And they just go, well, if she can teach them how to sell lipstick, she can teach me how to sell my product or service. So, and they're not wrong. <laughs> so yeah, if, if you're interested, we will also put the link for the podcasters at C in the show notes. If you want to check it out and get some more information, or of course, reach out to me. You have all my contact information in the show notes, and I'd be happy to answer those questions for you. Steve, I cannot wait to hang out with you. Goodness knows, I hope it's not until November before that happens, but you know, we'll definitely stay in touch as we always do. Awesome. Thanks so much. Very cool. All right, Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. 
If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.